Let freedom ring this afternoon at 2 with Sean Hannity. Right before Joe Walsh at 5 on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. So our uh, friend, little old Matt Whitaker from Iowa, is the center of a D.C. storm. Now that he's been made acting attorney general, being elevated as Jeff Sessions' as chief of staff after Sessions resigned the office. Yeah, we had him on this program. He called in when he was running against Joni Ernst for senator of Iowa. When who was running? Matthew Whitaker was going to challenge Joni Ernst. You don't remember that? Wait, oh, you challenge her for the United States Senate? Well, he was going to challenge her. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was running against her. I remember he called into no. this program. He was great. He went. We went to Iowa together. He graduated in '91. Was a tight end for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Do you remember when well, he? Yeah. Well, did he ever? He never mounted a challenge against Joni Ernst. Why would have? Did that's he? Why he called in? I don't remember that. But anyway, uh, I know he was the acting, uh, the chief of staff for Jeff Sessions. Now he's the acting AG. Now he's a big wig. And because of um, his post and the Mueller investigation and Democrats' renewed interest in that, particularly in light of the House takeover, uh, he is the subject of much controversy, uh, both process and substance. Process, he has not been confirmed by the Senate. Substance, uh, his statements against the Mueller investigation, ostensibly as well as um, some private business dealings that are coming under scrutiny. Lindsey Graham, however, yes. gave uh, Matt Whitaker a vote of confidence over the weekend on the Sunday talkies. I think he was uh, uh, appropriately appointed legally. I don't think he has to recuse himself. Uh, I am confident the Mueller investigation will be allowed to come to a, a good, solid uh, con con conclusion that there'll be no political influence uh, uh, put on Mr. Mueller by Mr. Whitaker to do anything other than Mr. Mueller's job. I'm confident that Mr. Mueller will be allowed to do his job without interference. And on those uh, Whitaker statements about Mueller? Well, you don't recuse somebody because they have opinions different than the people they're overseeing. Uh, trust me, there's politics uh, abounds when it comes to the Mueller investigation that Trump's guilty, and no matter what Mueller finds. No question. and. Uh, Politic abounding, a couple of examples of relevant incoming Democrats like, oh, I don't know, House Judiciary Committee Chairman to be Gerald Nadler talking about Whitaker. I don't think it is legal because uh, there's no advice and consent. I don't think the Attorney General uh, can can uh, can be appointed without advice and consent of the uh, of, of 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 the Senate without the consent of the Senate. But I, I'll go further. The the his appointment is simply part of an attack on the investigation by Robert Mueller, the special counsel. It's part of a pattern of interference by the president, a part of a pattern of obstruction of that, uh, attempt of obstruction of that investigation. And that investigation is very important uh, to assure the law and to assure that uh, uh, we know what happened when the Russians attempted to subvert our election with the alleged uh, uh, complicity of people in the Trump campaign. It's very important that, that the integrity of our elections be assured. And so we have to protect that uh, investigation. There you got both the process and the substance arguments, uh, or to the extent they're legitimate arguments, from Gerald Naylor. He's going to be fun to listen to for the next two years at least. Um, and it, with the kicker saying that the appointment itself is some sort of evidence of obstruction of justice. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Gerald Naylor, of course, are singing from the same hymnals, you won't be surprised to learn. First of all, I think that he should recuse himself for any review 
of the investigation because of statements he has made already in the public domain about the fact that this investigation should not. You don't have confidence in him as America's no, top I enforcement don't. officer. No, I don't. And I don't just take it from me. There's bipartisan editorializing about this that that he should never have been appointed and that that it does violence to the Constitution and the vision of our founders to appoint <laughs> such a person in such a manner. Well, you know, Nancy Pelosi's in trouble when she has to rely on the Constitution. Uh, we won't take her word for it. Let's get somebody else's word. His name is Bud Cummins. He's a former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Arkansas. Uh, that was during the George W. Bush administration. He worked with Matt Whitaker, so he has some professional, professional as well as personal perspective. Bud Cummins, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Um, so give and Dan, a, yes. Amy was correct. He did? Matt did run in the yeah. primary when uh, I believe it was an open seat. Yes. And there was about six people in the primary. I think right. Matt Whitaker came in about fourth behind Johnny Erst in that primary. All right, that's well, why he called in. He was such a good candidate that I forgot he ran. I hope he's a better lawyer. Um, Maybe you can Venmo me for that. <laughs> okay, I will. Thanks. I got your back, bud. All right, Thank fine. I, sta- I stand corrected on Matt Whitaker. I remember him so well as a well, U.S. Senate I- candidate. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, Bud, what about as a, a lawyer and a prosecutor? Uh, give us your perspective. Well, uh, Matt Whitaker has a great record. He, he was a well-respected United States attorney for certain, and, and uh, his professional career since has been uh, uh, solid, and, and he's done good work everywhere he's been. I've worked with him occasionally, and, and uh, you know, look, we, we kind of have a, uh, I was going to say fraternity, I guess I should say, uh, some some non-gender based uh, term that <laughs> we get it yes. <laughs> because there's You're men and women you. who served in the in the Department of Justice and and we you know we stay uh, we have an association we uh, we're, we're a lot of us are active in it and it's a nonpartisan uh, association and it's really dedicated to the principles that we all uh, are committed to and there's been exceptions and some of them notable and some of them recent but uh, most people that go to the Department of Justice must realize that no matter how political you've been in the past, and I had been political before I became a U.S. attorney, and I've been political since, but while you're there, uh, you, you have to know where the, the bright lines are that politics can't can enter into decisions. Yes, the president has a priority agenda, and it's your job to, to implement it and make sure resources are devoted to it, and, and there's some politics involved in that. But when it comes to individual cases, you follow the facts and the law, and you don't let politics creep in. And and Matt Whitaker is is very dedicated to that principle. So and, do you think uh, he should? I have no no concerns about that. So you don't think he should recuse himself from the Russian investigation, the Mueller investigation? Oh, absolutely not. The the, the, the opposing political party has has a, a you know they have a pretty thin playbook, and they play you know they have a few plays, they run them well, and they run them often. Uh-huh. And one of them is you just repeat something enough times until people think it must be true. There's no basis for him to recuse uh, from the Mueller investigation. That's just what they want. They've they successfully caused the Mueller investigation to be uh, initiated based on, uh, you know, actually false facts that they knew were false. And then they successfully used uh, General Sessions own ethics against him to cause him to recuse, and they basically created uh, a chaotic, chaotic situation uh, and, and an, uh, really an impossible, a situation that would be impossible to manage, uh, 
in his recused state by General Sessions, and that wasn't his fault. They've been very successful at that, and they want to continue that. So they want to see now if they can somehow force uh, the new attorney general to the acting attorney general recuse. It's not going to work. And, and I don't think really it's get, that argument's getting much traction, to be honest. Well, also, too, I mean, talk about living in a glass house. They didn't seem particularly concerned about the politics going on at the top levels of justice uh, with respect to Bruce Orr and, uh, obviously, the senior leadership of the FBI. There wasn't real concern about uh, the politicization of those institutions vis-a-vis their senior personnel but now they're concerned because Matt Whitaker has uh, views on the Mueller investigation that he can't act uh, independently and consistent with his professional requirements. That's right, Dan. I mean, uh, look, I've done this job. The, the Department of Justice lives on credibility. If I come to your house or your brother's house or your sister's house and, I, and we haul them away in handcuffs and try to take away their liberty and their property, you and your neighbors have to believe that there's only one reason that we're doing that, and that's that we believe that there's that, that that person's committed a crime. If you think it's political, if there's a political motivation for that, the entire system breaks down because you've lost your credibility. And every time we have one of these, you know, political scandals within the department, uh, it, it really chips away at that credibility. Where was Nancy Pelosi and where was Chairman Adler or Nadler uh, when? Uh, the, the former attorney general met with the husband of a woman that was being investigated on, in, in an airplane. I mean, where were they talking about recusal then? Right. Play those tapes. And, and, and what is your view of the Mueller investigation from, you know, what we know on the outside in terms <laughs> of uh, moving to some conclusion at some point? Right. I, you know, I, I have some strong feelings about it. And, you know, uh, Incidentally, uh, the new acting attorney general and, and other when he's wearing other hats last year before he was even at the Department of Justice again, you know, he, he was appeared on shows and, 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 and rendered opinions. And those are opinions. We know as former DOJ professionals that we can only know what we see from the outside, but the, only the people that are privy to all the information know what they know. And, you know, so from the outside looking in, I have concerns. I think the I really think we were tricked into appointing a special counsel to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the special counsel, independent counsel idea has been pretty much an abject failure in every instance because we know how to start them, but we don't know how to stop them. And they, they inevitably get very far afield and uh, become just kind of an ongoing independent investigation of a sitting president. And that's what happened with Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened now with Donald Trump, and it gives the political opposing political party tons of ammunition to go out every day, talk about sealed indictments, and this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. And and what they're doing is obstructing our ability as a country to go out and achieve things that we need to achieve, and, and we should want to achieve. So mm-hmm. I, I, I hope I have I have confidence in Bob Mueller. He has great reputation. Uh, I I think that, uh, but I think that they have an obligation to the public. I don't see any evidence, for instance, that there was collusion between the campaign and Russia. I don't know everything they know, but if, if that's the case, they need to re- give us a readback uh, on that part of their investigation. They need to put that to rest now. Well, when it do you think that this will? This yeah, when is this going to wrap up? Do you think? Well, I'm hopeful that uh, now that the elections are behind us, that they have an intention to uh, submit at least an interim report, if not a final report. And that if they have, you know, ongoing investigations and 
or prosecutions that are they believe should be part of the special counsel's office that they can at least give enough information to justify that and explain why they need to be uh, performed by a special counsel and not by uh, main justice. But uh, I don't, you know, I don't know what I don't know. So I, I really couldn't tell you. But I'm glad now that with the acting attorney general, we've unified the management of the Department of Justice and that the proper supervision that the special counsel statute contemplates is now in place. I'm entirely confident that Matt Whitaker will go in there and ask all the right questions. And, and he may have you know, news for the White House that they don't necessarily want to get, that there's some reason for the special counsel to continue or, or uh, you know, it, 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 based on something we don't know. But based on what I know, I, I'm hoping that he's going to be able to report that they're ready to make a, a report back to him and, and wind the thing down so we can get on with business of, trying to run a government with respect to Whitaker again he's an acting AG it's interim it could be for as many as 200 some odd days but um, I guess number one do you think it would be wise somebody who worked in the Justice Department would it be wise to get a attorney general uh, nominated and confirmed uh, as soon as possible and if so uh, do you have any uh, perspective on some of the names that are being bandied about to kind of prosecutors turn politicians like Giuliani and Christie and Bondi versus someone like uh, Janice Rogers Brown, a retired judge. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stay out of the debate about who should be the next year's attorney, uh, uh, attorney general. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm very fond of Chris Christie. I'm very fond of Giuliani and I uh, have a great respect for Miss Bondi and, you know, I, uh, I think the, I think it's, I think, I hope that they're able to get someone properly vetted and, and, and nominated and, and you know, promptly. Uh, I think the Senate will be uh, in a position to, to act fairly quickly on a confirmation based on the recent elections. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean there won't be interference. And we saw what happened, for instance, in the Kavanaugh confirmation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, who wants that job? That might be a better question in, in this environment. Based on what we've seen recently, uh, you know, you want it, right? I mean, it's it's funny, you, you know. You, you say want to have your background. I mean, I I want apart. I want Janice Rogers Brown, but um, but it, and you would think, well, she's already been confirmed by the Senate because she was a circuit court right. uh, judge, appellate court judge. But of course, we've seen that doesn't matter anymore either. So, uh, no. yeah, it's your your point is well taken. He is Bud Cummins, former U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Arkansas during uh, President H. Uh, w. Bush. Uh, and also a uh, former colleague of Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker. But thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your perspective. I uh, appreciate your invitation to be on the show. Thank you. Take care. And he joined us on our term.